What is up, everybody? How's it going? This is the Last Cycle Heart Podcast, but it is yet another sequel. Last Cycle Heart Podcast. Podcast. You are, are listening to uh, the Last Cycle Heart Podcast. You are listening to the Last Cycle Heart Podcast. We've had the Last Cycle Heart Podcast original. We had the Last Cycle Heart Podcast two after dark, and now we have the Last Cycle Heart Podcast three. I don't know if the the official name of what it's gonna be called yet, but. Whenever I post it, it's going to have that nice, beautiful title at the very bottom for you so you know exactly what it's going to be called. But right now, it's going to be The Last I Go Heart Podcast 3. And in this sequel, uh, it's going to be a devotional. It's going to be more serious. I'm going to be diving into the Word of God. And it's, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a devotional where like, I take something that I have been, that's like, very impacted me in my uh, weekly readings. Uh, in the Bible, and I just take it, and I just want to share it with you guys. I kind of want to just break it down and just share what I've read with you and what I have taken out of, out of it in hopes of maybe, you know, pump you up more for the Lord, and maybe you're like, oh, man, I've never thought about that before. Or maybe you're somebody that has never heard of Jesus before. This is like your, like, this video is like one of your first times ever hearing about Jesus, and you're like, man, I want to know why that guy right there gave his life to this Jesus dude. I want to learn more about him. Either way, I have been drawn or I have, my heart has been, you know, it's been on my heart to start this, um, something like this, this little devotional. Uh, and it really started today when I was with my college minister slash mentor slash friend. Yeah, he's a three in one. Uh, this guy, uh, we were talking and, uh, about spiritual gifts. I took this spiritual gift test. We were talking about how I can use my spiritual gifts. And then we started talking about like he, uh, about what has God put on his heart? And he said that God put on his heart recently to start posting on social media more, make little, make videos and stuff. And I was like, no, I, I kind of want to do that. You know, like, I feel like, you know, I'm, uh, I, I'm, I love speaking. I love talking. I want to be able to use that, uh, as a gift to, you know, spread the gospel and spread the word more. I mean, what way can I do that? Oh, I have a podcast. And, uh, if you listen to my podcast or, uh, or even if you haven't listened, it's just like what my podcast usually is, is just humorous. It's just lightheartedness. I just, you know, we, funny, goofy things. It's just supposed to be humorous. Um, but I have really been pulled to start like a devotional to spread what I have given my life to, which is Jesus Christ. I really want to get dive deep in the word. And I want to share this with you guys because I'm just pumped up about it. And I want to share it with you. So we're going to dive on it. Okay. These things are about going to be 15. 20 minutes long it's not gonna be anything crazy but uh just just something a little thing just once a week i'm gonna do it on fridays uh i'm gonna do my normal podcast on tuesdays so tuesdays and fridays i'm gonna have something for y'all to listen to uh so stay tuned in with that but if you're with me if you're at home and you're just listening to this or watching it uh turn with me to exodus 32 chapter 32 um let me pull my bible out here um, so before I officially get into it, now, if you're in a car and you're listening, I don't expect you to read while driving, uh, but it's not against the law. So go and do what you will. <laughs> um, but, uh, Exodus 32, before I get into that, uh, it is idolatry. That's going to be the big thing, big topic that I'm going to be talking about. And before I dive into 32, I'm not going to be reading the whole thing. I just got some verses that. I'm going to be going over to kind of, you know, uh, get the main points across. 
but I feel like it's very important to start out with the definition of idolatry and that's what I want to start out with so I can kind of you know tie in and pull everything together of what um, I want to get out of like love what I want y'all to get out of what I read so idolatry is the worship of idols but we need to get deeper than that so I looked up the definition of idols which is the extreme admiration love or reverence for something or someone so that I'm going to read that again extreme admiration love or reverence for something or someone I circled it I underlined it a thousand times whatever whatever it is extreme so it's not a mild aspiration it's not like a mild love it is an extreme admiration or love for something or someone and uh, the reason why that's such a big thing for me is I apply that um to you know of like uh, i think about like of what god you know i think of god you know ex- extreme love we need like if we're going to be praising god we're going to be worshiping god we need to have extreme love and admiration and when we have an idol we are taking that extreme love and admiration and applying it to something else that it doesn't need to be and um like what does the what does the Bible even say? What does God even say about idolatry? So we, uh, I, I pulled up some verses I have in my notes. Um, we have 1 Corinthians 10, 7, uh, which is, Do not be idolaters, as some of them were, as it is written, that people sat down to eat and drink and indulge in... Actually, that was a... That was a... Uh, a, a flunder, uh, a little mishap. Actually, was not... That was a different one. Well, it was about idolatry, but it was not the one that I was trying to look for. It's this one. 1 Corinthians 10.14 Therefore, my dear friends, flee from idolatry. So we have that one. So 1 Corinthians 10.14 Now we have 1 John 5.21 which is, Dear children, keep yourselves from idols. So those two are like, you know, flee from it, keep yourself away from it. But the one that I really want to get across uh, that's a different you know, has a different viewpoint or a different side of things compared to those other two verses, which is just like, stay away from it, is I feel like Colossians 3, 5 is, you know, it gets more in depth into it, where it's like, put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry, which I think is a, which is a very good verse to that, that really summarizes uh, of idols. Because when, you, because when you think of idols, or when I thought of idols, like at first, it's just like, oh, something that you worship, you know, something that you put above God. But I was like thinking of like, when I was like, man, this is something that I put above God. I'm just worshiping it. And I think of worshiping as a different thing. But, you know, it, worshiping it is like anything that you put above God. I do, uh, like idolizing something is anything that you put above him. It doesn't even have to be, you know, something you worship or whatever. Because if you're putting it above him, you are worshiping it. And I, that's something that I didn't think about because I've even had things in my own life that I've idolized and put above God. And I didn't really think about it that way until I actually, you know, got in depth and, you know, you know, read, read this chapter, you know, um, and it could be money. It could be girlfriends. It could be your children. It could be, Anything, anything could be, anything that you put above God 
is an idol. So we're going to dive into Exodus 32. And where are we going to start? We're going to read the first two verses. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing, of course, but I'm just going to kind of like skim through this and just kind of hit the key verses that really tie into uh, what it's all about. So first verse, when the people saw that Moses delayed in coming down from the mountain, they gathered around Aaron and said, come, make us a God who will go before us because this Moses, the man who brought us from the land of Egypt, we don't know what has happened to him. Key in on, on, uh, on brought us from the land of Egypt, the land of Egypt, key in on that because the land of Egypt brought us from the land of Egypt that that phrase right there has been is keyed in or has been or is going to be mentioned many of times um through the verses that I talk about or or just in this chapter in general um and, and think about that uh and I'll explain more about that when I come across it another time but you can see in the first verse that uh they're they're you know they're worried right now they don't know what's going on Moses went up to the mountain to speak to God. He hasn't come down yet, so they're getting worried. They're getting doubtful. So they're now like talking to Aaron, and they're like, "Hey, we we, we need something. Like he's not, you know, he's not here yet. We're getting doubtful." So then you go into verse two, where then Aaron replied to them, "Take off your gold rings that are on the ears of your wives and sons and your daughters, and bring them to me." So that all the people took off their gold rings that they were on their ears and brought them to Aaron. Um, so that was verse two and three, but, um, the thing about that is, is now Aaron was pressured. Aaron was persuaded. Aaron was like, okay, take off all your gold rings. Well, you know, we're going to do something, whatever. Right now you don't really know what he's going to do with those gold rings, but you can only imagine that he's going to do something to get, to make those people entertained. So at this moment, you can kind of see, you know, people becoming doubtful and they're trying to cling on to something else because you know they're impatient and they're doubtful and I have had that in my life and that's what you know makes me find you know different idols or that's what's had me in the past of um, trying to fill different things to you know to put above God is when I become doubtful and when I become impatient and those two things you know that's that's awful and that's what you know brought me away from God beforehand and that's what you can see is happening to the Israelites now we go on to um verse four which he took the gold from their hands fashioned it with an engraving tool and made it into an image of a calf so now he made it into something that they can idolize he made it into something like you know something that they can worship um now then we go into verse 7, uh, where Moses is on the mountain, he's with God, and the Lord spoke to Moses, go down at once for your people who brought up from the land of Egypt, see there's that land of Egypt thing again, uh, that have acted corruptly. So you see, you see that the land of Egypt has been brought up again, and, and now I'm going to explain why I want to add emphasis more on the land of Egypt part, is because God literally brought and freed the Israelites from slavery. So he just freed them from the hands of Pharaoh in Egypt and brought them into freedom with Moses. And they are free. 
to, and now are worshiping him, which was the whole, you know, everything that was intended. And now they are now like worshiping a calf. And now that's like legit. It's honestly a spit in the face to God at that point. It's like, hold on. So I just did this for you, freed you from it. Now you are going to start praising a calf and just start praising something else. Uh, that's not how it's going to work. So he, he, he's talking to Moses right now. He's like, hey, go get your people. Go get your, get, go, go down there and get them. And now also, now there's also other altercations. Uh, there's not altercations, but there's a like, conversation goes back and forth between God. You know, Moses is like, hey, look, you know, God, I got this. I'm going to, I'm going to go down there. I'm going to go see what's going on. Just uh, be patient with your people. I'm going to go down there. So Moses, Moses is going to be going down there, with, and he has these two tablets. He's going to be going down there, and you can just only imagine. Like, I don't know how high this mountaintop is. It doesn't say clearly, but I can only imagine him coming down. He's just like, oh, what's going to be happening? He just has these two tablets. They're so heavy uh, because I imagine that they're not like these little tiny tablets that you can just put them in your pocket. So he's probably got these two big old heavy things. He's just hobbling down the mountain, and he's going to be going and just – he just, he's going to be going and seeing just the scene that's about to unfold with what the Israelites are doing. And uh, as you get into verse 23, uh, you can see that they said to me, Make us a God who will go before us because this Moses, the man who brought us from the land of Egypt, we, do, uh, we don't know what has happened to him. So, therefore, there's, so when Moses comes down, he sees, he sees this, you know, craziness happening where they're dancing they're singing their president's idol and then Aaron goes up to him and explains to him what is going on and at this point you can only imagine if you're Moses just the just the like disgust that is on his face as he's like wow this is like I, I can't even imagine this like once again I can even see it in my own life because it's like of idolizing something like that and, and putting it before God is exactly, you know, it's just, it's just disgusting. And the reason why it impacted me so much uh, in reading this is because then we go on to verse 28, uh, where the Levites did as Moses has commanded, and about 3,000 men fell dead that, dead that day among the people. I'm going to read that again. The Levites did as Moses commanded, and about 3,000 men fell dead that day among the people. So, the punishment for their um, for their wrongdoing and making an idol, they he went ahead and you know three thousand men died. So they killed the brothers. Um, let me get exactly. It was killed brothers. Uh, oh yeah, uh, each of you kill his brother, his friend, and his neighbor. And so the Levites did as they were told, and they did so as a punishment. Now, is that going to happen nowadays? No, because later on, <laughs> we get into the New Testament where this guy named Jesus, he dies for all of our sins, and he pays the price. He's the sacrificial lamb. So before that, though, it was a lot different. And um, But it really gets you thinking, though, of like the, the seriousness of, of idols and the seriousness of idolizing, uh, at, at least for when I read that, because even later on in that chapter towards the end, God puts a plague on it, on the Israelites for doing so. And, you know, it seems harsh. You're like, man, with this, 
God's so loving. God's, but just imagine what happened. I mean, he literally just freed them from Egypt, from Pharaoh's grasp, and then they, in return, you know, start praising a, a golden calf because they become doubtful and impatient. And it's just, I, I even look at that in my life because I, you know, I went in and I started idolizing stand-up comedy and I didn't even realize it. Sometimes people idolize things and they don't even realize that they're putting it in front of God until, you know, it's too, until like they just fall flat on their face, which is what, what happened to me, you know? Uh, it, nothing went to the extent of like, you know, none of my family members died or, you know, nothing happened like this. But I went in and I was like, you know, I'm going to go to Austin. I'm going to become a stand-up comic and I'm going to, this is what I'm going to do, me, 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 I, 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 I was so selfish, you know, I, you know, you can, you can tell that I was idolizing comedy, and idolizing what I wanted to do, and putting it before God, because of my actions, I wasn't going to church, really, uh, my Bible, I had legit, literally no Bible time, I, you know, I put more effort into comedy than I did actually, you know, my relationship with God, and, uh, I didn't even realize how bad it was until I, you know, fell flat on my face when I went to Austin and COVID happened and it totally wiped out the comedy scene there. Like I literally couldn't hit an open mic. I couldn't do anything. In that moment, I realized I, I literally opened the Bible for the first time in like a year and a half. I went like a year and a half without reading the Bible. That's, it's, I didn't even realize it. And then I opened it for the first time and it just hit me hard. I realized that I was putting my, you know, I was trying to fill that void in me of like, you know, my dad passing, you know, things not happening right at, the, at my home, uh, me wanting to do, do this career path so badly and, you know, people saying that I can do it and me trying to prove a point. I was trying so hard to do it and I was putting God on the back burner and I, I realized it the hard way. And that's the thing about idolatry and idolizing. And that's the big thing that I just want to get out of this today is, is are you putting God number one? That's, that's the biggest thing that, uh, to wrap this up, is, is are you putting God as your number one? Because I see even people's bios on Instagram. God number one, and then everything else. God number one here, then everything else. Is, is God actually your number one? And I really have wanted to, you know, I've really wanted to, you know, talk to you about this to y'all today because it really impacted me. But also, there's also people out there that don't really realize how, how uh, what they're idolizing, uh, what, you know, what they're putting before God. Uh, it could be sports. It could be work. It could be a new car. It could be, you know, money. It could be anything. And, and in this culture that we live in, you know, sex is a very big idol, you know, money is a very big idol, you know, you, you go on Instagram or whatever to see all these Instagram influencers and models and whatever, and it's just, and the biggest thing that I want to get out is, is just to ask yourself, are you actually putting God number one in your life? Because I even have to do that with my life. I even have to sometimes sit and look and like, did I do my Bible time today? Did I actually, you know, put God number one today? Sometimes I have to do that. Really, I do. Because it is so easy 
to get caught up in things that you're doing and putting that in front of God. And, and when you ask yourself that question, you will fully then realize, like, hold on, maybe, maybe I didn't get my Bible time in today. Maybe I'm actually, um, maybe I was, I have been lacking here recently. Maybe I've been putting, you know, God on the back burner. And that's just something that I want to leave y'all with today. Thank you for listening, Andrew, watching to the Last Cycle Heart Podcast 3. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Now, if you are somebody out there that has never heard about Jesus before, and this is your first time ever, you know, hearing about Jesus, and you have any questions uh, or comments that you would like to ask me, my email and my social medias will be linked in the description. Feel free to send me anything, and I'll be, I would love to answer your questions or uh, anything that you have to ask me. And in in general, if you have any questions or comments, feel free to DM me or email me and it'll be all in the description but thank you for once again for listening to the first episode of the last like a heart podcast three i'll be seeing you next friday